Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thomas. Yes. Do you have any moments of past relationships or dating that you would take back? See, that's an interesting question, is Elizabeth. It? Is it? Because stepping further from just the dating world to your whole life. No, I'm only talking dating. Okay. Then. <laughs> well, this is not. This is not ghost of whole life past. Yes, we're not getting <laughs> philosophical. Uh, so yes, I'm. Sh- I'm certain there are things I didn't handle well, um, or things I did that I would, would want a second go at. I'm sure. Specifics don't jump to mind, and I, I apologize for that. How about you? Would you? What would you? Is it a change? Look, there's lots of little things I'd probably take back in terms of um, reacting disproportionately to things that actually, as an adult, I've realised don't matter. Yes, as that much. would be my response. Um, like a lot of stuff that I thought was a real deal breaker in my teens and early twenties is actually quite a reasonable human response, and I've been brainwashed by society to believe that this is how a particular relationship should go. So when it didn't go like that, mm. I blew up mm. which is not great i'd also take back taking back some of my cheating exes a couple of times oh, yes. i would have given them one shot like to, no i probably would have given them a second shot so the first cheating i would have taken them back and tried to work on it but then when it happened again i would have fucked them off but you know this for going forward at least correct so looking so backwards 110 now if you date me and you cheat on me i am going to show you the door so fast you're not going to realize you're outside make your head spin yeah yeah so so looking backwards is very beneficial on your relationships. I'll agree there. Yes, there are things I would have done different things. Yes, there are things but I would have liked to change. But you'd be different as well. If yes. you took them back, you'd be a different person. So, so there's always that weighing it up. That's right. So I use that. I use those failings and mistakes to drive me going forward. Well, technically, yeah, you can take something back in the future if you yeah, learn right. about it in the past. You can change a behavior and it didn't change it six years ago when it happened. But it's eventually that behaviour has changed. So, yeah, you can turn around. I love how self-aware you are, Tom. This is Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Hello. This is one of our main episodes where we chat to a guest about one, some, one or some of their relationship issues that they've had in the past. That's right. Have a rummage through the wreckage exactly. of relationships <laughs> gone past. It's good stuff. So, we have a guest today who's a friend of the podcast, long-time listener. Her name is Tilly. Hello. Tilly. Hi, Tilly. Um, So, Tilly is. So, you might have heard our episode. We had um, Amy, Scott, and the Polycule. So, Tilly is actually one of Scott's partners. Is that how you describe yourself? Yes. Yes. I'm part of the Polycule. Part of the Polycule. And so what we've brought Tilly on to chat about today, because she's written in a couple of times with a couple of different stories, and I thought it would be really good to chat about. First dates gone wrong. 
Yes, I've, I have a quick understanding that you have a, a whole hatful of uh, first date stories and experiences to guide us through today. Is that is that correct, Tilly? Yes, I do. I've been um, online dating for about five or six years now. Um, I date non-monogamously, so I continue dating even when I have a partner. Um, I consider first dates as a hobby. Um, <laughs> oh, God, what an exhausting hobby. <laughs> Ah, that's like my nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm an an introvert and I'm a spoonie, so I don't have a ton of energy for going out and meeting people organically. This is so me too, right? Mm. In terms of, you know, I I have chronic fatigue, so I'm Mm. like constantly exhausted. How how can you work (laughs) your brain up to wanting to go – like? I use all my energy going out to see people that I know and love mm. already. I don't. I can't be bothered spending that energy on strangers. <laughs> yeah, I I meet really interesting people who I wouldn't normally come across. Look, and I, true. I enjoy that um, in my normal life anyway. Sort of meeting different people. Um, so if I match with somebody, I, Tinder is my default. Um, at preference, um, I like the simplicity of it. If I match with somebody, they haven't been creepy, we've had a reasonable conversation, I think we could, you know, have half an hour chat over a coffee and they ask me out, I'll go for that date. Cool. If it's, if it's reasonably easy. Yeah. Um, most of the time I'm not expecting there to be chemistry or to be a second date, but I always Maybe find that's something where I'm going wrong. Maybe, Maybe it's that I'm looking for chemistry or a second date rather mm. than just enjoying the interaction for what it is. So it's probably only once every six months or so I actually have a date that I would like to have a second date with. Yeah. Um, and I just walk in not expecting any chemistry and then it's a surprise when it's there. Maybe that is it, Liz. God laughs at well-made plans. So, <laughs> But he does. When you put that energy out into the world, oh, I'm going to find me a fella then the universe will go, ah, 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 but not so I mean, I did say I was ready for dating again and the world had a pandemic, so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Case. <Listed. laughs> um, and look, it has been a process in getting to that point of just not having any expectations walking in to a date, basically. I admire that and yeah. I think that's wonderful. I do want to get to a place where I'm, well, when COVID is not making me terrified, um, where I can actually, and I like hope to find potential value in these interactions because I think that's what I keep getting discouraged about is I'm like, oh, I have so little energy and I've just spent an hour with this person that didn't enrich me in any way. So there's two things, well, in my my opinion, there's two things you can take away from it. A bad first date story to tell your True. friends, which I mean, is always yep. fun. Right. Um, or sometimes identifying something that you didn't realise you didn't want in a partner. I hadn't thought that's to think of, oh, yeah, that's that's a thing that I haven't considered <laughs> This person before. in front of me has made me realise uh, why I don't want any of that. that. <laughs> Pretty much, sometimes. That's great. It's, it's, um I feel like you're a dating optimist and I like it. <laughs> I'm a dating optimist. I have a lot of insecurities once dates progress past the first yes, one. But cool. um, that's not what the stories are today. <laughs> so let's let's hear a couple of little anecdotes. So I figure the way that we'll work this is that we'll hear your anecdotes and then right at the end we'll talk about what we've learned, not from each story but from all of the stories as a whole. Sure. Um, so... We have to walk you through the rules because Mm. that's important. Um, Look, we need you to come up with fake names for them. Okay. Considering – so I've been on a lot of first dates. 
I don't actually remember the names of most <laughs> of these guys. Perfect. Great. Perfect. Um, so they've got indications of either something about them or where we met. Perfect. And that's how they're going Perfect. to be named. Um, <laughs> and look, I would say no threats, but it doesn't really matter if you threaten someone. You can't remember who they are, does it? Uh, yeah, sure. I think we're le- I think I'll just check I the legal department. We yep. got there. Is the lawyer yeah, giving up. us a thumbs up? Great. 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 Yep. So threaten all you like. You've got an exception. <laughs> this episode only. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's I'm legal, nervous. right? If I'm I excited. say it, it's true. <laughs> true. Okay, great. And any Columbos listening at home who knows Tilly or and can piece together who she's talking about, don't don't spoil it for her ha- or anyone else. We're not about doxing on no. this podcast. No. 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 I, mean, I, I don't want these people to be doxed. No. <laughs> so. Not that you could give us enough identifying information <laughs> yeah, for right. them ever to be doxed. I'll rephrase that to any of the Columbos at home that figured out who she's talking about. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Gold well, star for you. Uh, could you please remind me of yeah, their names? Right. <laughs> right in. Right in. <laughs> All right, let's start with your first one. Where do you want to take us? Okay, I'm going to call this guy Toomble Dude because that's where we're Toomble Dude. That seems we like see you. Um, so normally I like to meet at a at a cafe or yes. something, and we were trying to find somewhere in between, and I ended up finding a, a cafe in the middle of a supermarket a shopping centre, which so was romantic, awful in the first place. <laughs> Didn't realise until I got there that's where it was. So that sets the scene. Um, on my Tinder profile, I have that I am non-monogamous. My uh, term for that is consensual non-monogamy mm-hmm. rather than ethical. People have different ethics. You need to uh, know what you're consenting to in right. this sort of case. Um, I'm also solo poly, so I don't live with somebody. I, I date as I please, pretty much. Um, so in my profile, it's got uh, ethical non-monogamy. And this gentleman kept on calling, kept on asking about my sexual proclivity, mm. which... It's not. It's not a... Non-monogamy is more about scheduling than all Yes. So... Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I tried to um, patiently explain that it was it was more of a, an ideology and a, an attitude. Oh, what? You mean you don't want to just go and have sex with multiple people oh, all no. of the time? <laughs> Walk into a whole room full of a sex party. <laughs> that's exactly what your sexuality that's is, right? That, that's defined in a sentence (laughs) so that was a little bit weird but we had a bit of a chat he was out of a long-term relationship and we there's also a little bit of uh, when somebody hasn't been on a date for a long time I'm quite an easy first date yeah if that makes sense don't say easy (laughs) easy going easy going kind kind. empathic (laughs) yeah you know i I clarify there's no expectations we'll just have a chat yeah whatever great great. make people feel comfortable yeah so despite him calling my proclivity i did um, agree to meet up with him so he'd called it sexual proclivities while you'd been chatting to him. Yeah, that's right mm. on the app. So, little bit of a little bit of an orange flag, maybe orange, a little bit blush, maybe. <laughs> yes, but I also like to educate people on different forms of relationships to some degree. Um, okay, so I get there a little bit early. He starts. First of all, he tried to call me, and I don't really 
like phone calls. Very I much. hate them too. I, Especially I've actually never met. I've spoken to someone before on a like when we've been texting and he's like, Can I call you? And I'm like, No. Mm-hmm. Not until we've met. Once yeah. we've met I can call yeah. you. But this disembodied voice thing makes me so uncomfortable. I'm so really I've never met anybody else who has that same oh, no. weirdness. No. Like, I, oh, yeah. Here we go, a breakthrough. Like even to the point where therapy. I went on a date with someone and he was lost and he was really respectful and he's like, I was gonna call you, but then mm-hmm. I realized that you told me that you don't like being called, so I thought I'd try and text you, but you didn't hear the text and I'm like Bless your heart for not calling me. Like, I just was so impressed. That's what you call a green flag. Yes. He's respected your boundaries. Exactly. Um, So this maniac called you. Yeah, tried to call me, didn't take the call. I'm like, what's going on? Texted him back and he's like, oh, I'm I'm running a bit late. uh, I'll be there soon. I'm like, okay. So I got myself a coffee, finished it before he got there. So I'm sitting there and because we'd seen photos of each other, I knew who I was looking for. And I see this man start to walk down the corridor with a bunch of flowers and a packet of chocolates. Ooh. That's kind of nice. That has never happened on a first date. Yeah. And it yeah. makes me a little bit uncomfortable oh. because... It's very forward. It's very forward. I wasn't expecting there to be a second date. It was a bit like, this is a lot. It's a little bit of a scene in public as it's well. A lot. And it's yeah. Exactly. I understand. <laughs> so... He's sort of looking a little bit lost and sort of walking around and catches the eye of a woman who sort of went, oh, you've got flowers or something. He thought that was his date. Goes in for the hug with her (laughs) while she's kind of backing away. And this guy was at least six foot tall and and quite solid. He was a a rugby player, I think. Oh, no. And so she's like, oh, no, not me. And he's like, oh, right, okay, sorry. And I was sort of like, oh. It's over here. It's me. Hi. But hi. Has he not looked at your picture? Photo. Like yes. it's not difficult. <laughs> That's what I thought. Wow. Like whenever I go on a Tinder date, I'm literally looking at the phone, looking up phone, up mm. phone, up, trying to do the because I don't want to do exactly what yeah, he does. I'm so like, <gasps> I got to get the it hug right. A stranger move. It's never a good move. Yeah. Yeah. Going in for the <laughs> hug and she was clearly <laughs> uncomfortable. So that was the that was a bad first date story for her. First day she didn't know she was on. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so first strike. Yeah, first strike. Then he sits down at the table, a little bit flustered, proceeds for the next 20 minutes to tell me about why he's late and about his adventures in buying the flowers and the chocolates and how he wasn't sure, he was, didn't know whether he should buy the chocolates or, but she convinced him to. And oh, first he's minutes. word vomiting at you. Like, sweet intentions, and I'm kind of sitting here going, that's nice intentions, but also you don't sit there and talk about all of the overthinking that goes in on in your head before a date to your date. Yes. Exactly. Hide that shit. Yep. Exactly. So Until date two. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so late and then t- telling me about that. So the first 50 minutes of sort of our experience. So how are you? So great. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so we had a bit of a chat. It was fine. You know, you just exchange stories and, and talk about dating and that sort of stuff so that was all fine um but then I'd intended to go shopping after we'd had our date and suddenly I had a bunch of flowers and these chocolates to carry around with me mm. <laughs> which wasn't really what I giving was giving you a can. chore mm. yeah pretty much um and you know, obviously there was no second date he did ask what he'd done wrong on oh, the first day. See, I feel bad for this guy because obviously he's he's overthought everything. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Everything. And, and he's completely really, gone his own head. Yep. Oh. And really no you know, and I was I was kind. I'm always as kind as I can be. Unless yes. somebody really crosses a line or 
is awful, yeah. then I'm, I'm as kind as I possibly can be. And you're about educating people anyway. So if yeah. someone has the self-awareness to ask what they've done wrong... wrong. Yes. And can... Yeah, so I just explained that, um, you know, there's there's different types of chemistry and I hadn't found it with him and good luck in the future. And Bless. Just sort of left it at that. And mm. he still pops up on dating apps occasionally. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's mm. right. <laughs> Oh, bless. So that is one fun story. I, yeah. Oh, I feel so sorry for everybody involved yeah, in that yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, an hour and a half, two hours out of my life, now I've got a story about Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fantastic. Yes, and to not go on a date with anybody who calls ethical non-monogamy a proclivity. Proclivity, uh, yeah. Yes, Look, I, I feel like that should have been your stop sign. Look, that's going to be one of the lessons <laughs> <laughs> at the end, I think. All right. What else have we got? Okay. This one, I, I was uh, prevaricating on whether to actually tell it. It feels a little bit body shaming in parts, but I think there's also some other choices that could have been made. Okay. So uh, mostly um, I go on dates once. I've, I've had an interesting conversation with somebody and I think there's a bit of a connection. Sometimes I get a little bit impetuous mm-hmm. and just go on dates when I don't necessarily know somebody. They're always very safe. They're always in public. They're always during the day. I don't drink alcohol. So there's none of that sort of clouding my judgment. I just, I don't know, I get a bit impetuous sometimes and think, mm. oh, that'll be an adventure. So I show up to this one and I walk out and I think, like I, I really like beards. I really mm. like a nice beard. His facial hair looked like it was pubic hair, uh, which yes. wasn't ideal. Mm. And again, his, it's not his choice that that's what it looks like, but it's his choice that he left it there. <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. what I'm going with. Um, then he said hello and I realised he had no teeth. Oh. Yes. <laughs> then when I looked back at his profile later, realised he had no open mouth photos and oh. that's why I hadn't noticed the no teeth. I feel like, I don't know, is that something that you should disclose? I don't... <laughs> well, I, oh, I'm so panicked by this 40 because, no teeth. again, mm. not wanting to be body <laughs> shamey, but I have, because I, because I hate my own teeth, I have really, I have teeth issues. Mm. Mm. And so, like, I went on a date once where someone's front tooth was completely turned around sideways. Like, it was completely... And I just... It was one of those awful things where I was hating myself because I couldn't stop looking at it. Mm. I under, But I understand that as well. Uh, teeth or a nice... Uh, maybe not so much just teeth, because it's weird, but yeah. the, the smile, at least, how that all gets presented. Yeah. But that's then one of the you, first res- thing. you really do wrestle with yourself because you're like, I shouldn't body shame somebody else. But you're like, but that's just not what I'm attracted to. That's it. And yes. so it's not that they... It's not that you're like, ooh, gross, that person is disgusting. You're like, this is not for I don't me. Think it, yeah. And I think if you make that this is not for me distinction. Mm, yeah. I, but I don't think it's a failing on your on anyone's behalf for not liking something. It's not It's not a bad thing to not like, like something. something so in particular. It's yeah. okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, so as, as the date proceeded, it, there was really no connection. We were literally just kind of telling each other stories. There wasn't an actual conversation mm, yes. or a sharing of ideas. It was just like he told me something, I told him. I was like, oh, okay, this isn't much. So I sort of left it and went, oh, all right, thanks for lunch. I'm going to go home now. Um, and it was only a, a comment that somebody actually made later that I think the lack of teeth was actually from a previous um, 
meth addiction, yeah. ice addiction. Yep. And at first I thought maybe it was poverty and sort of talked about growing up in, in a single mother household and I thought, okay, fair enough, you don't have access to um, proper teeth care. But a previous meth addiction is a little that's bit of a red flag. That's a big problem, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where my brain went first but yep. I also I didn't want to be like, oh, my God, that guy's on drugs. But, yeah. oh, my God, that guy was on drugs. <laughs> yes. So after a, d- a day or two later he sent me a... a request for a second date which I politely declined and I then got a, a complete diatribe from him oh that was no. you're a princess and looking for perfection and which is so far from what it is <laughs> and my biggest problem with him wasn't the the pubic hair face or the lack of teeth it was uh, him telling me what I felt about something yeah. that, that does not go down well with is me. a huge bugbear when when you've given no indication that that's the reasoning that you have for anything and they just assign a whole bunch of feelings because of their insecurities exactly. you know that's why that is exactly and this yeah. is a, so. and this is after a first date and yes. a first date is pretty much there are it's a meeting all right well this could go either way buddy boy yeah. uh, yep. so there's no it's not like you've been seeing each other for a year and, and suddenly you go no i've the beard and no teeth aren't doing it for me. <laughs> exactly, it, yeah. So to get a diatribe out of them from, from one date, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it was very much a, a projection and I'm, I'm kind of surprised he didn't end it with, but I'm a nice guy. I wonder what, uh, had that I wonder what, I wonder what percentage of first dates evolved to uh, go on to second, third dates. dates. What do you mean? I don't, would I it don't be know. Would it be I don't know. I, I think it'd be low, you to guess be low? honest. Wow. I, I find like dating a numbers game. Yeah. Really, absolutely. Even uh, the swipes, the matches, the conversations, the dates. You've got to go through a lot to actually find somebody interesting enough to go on a second date. This is why I'm going to be single forever. (laughs) (laughs) She's already accepted it. (laughs) I've accepted my fate. I I don't have enough spoons to go through all those numbers. I just don't. I and just don't. and I, I definitely dip in and out a lot. Yeah. So there might be a couple of weeks where I've got a little bit of extra energy and then maybe two months where I'm just yeah. not even doing anything. I was going to say so I've been lucky, but I think I've actually been unlucky to be in back-to-back relationships since I was 19. So I've only ah. had to start dating for the first time when I was 32. Right, right. So I Baptism of fire for me. Yeah, I, I spent my 20s uh, in a lot of bad relationships and learning what I didn't want and then my early 30s undoing a lot of that damage and working out what I did want and then at about 35 I started sort of actually dating as such. Dating properly. Yes. Dating well. Dating well. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> dating sure. with purpose. Intention. Intention. Yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. think of – we've got to think of a phrase we that do. just really like encompasses the, the, you know, going from rookie data to not professional data <laughs> but like aware – Dating aware or yes. I don't know. Yeah, experience data. Experience data. Taking uh, a scholarly, scholarly I'll figure it out and pop it in the show <laughs> notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, All okay, right, number sorry. three. Number three. Uh, okay, this one's kind of a fun one because um, Scott, who is, is in the room. He's actually is, here as Tilly's emotional yes, support is. human. That's right. Thank you very much. Um, so this was... I've only ever received one unsolicited dick pic. Still one too many. That's still one too many. So lucky that you've only had one. (laughs) That's fortunate. I'm pretty careful about giving my number out. I tend to stick to the apps. 
apps and I'm also actually People really can careful. still bomb you with those apps. Like I've even had unsolicited dick pics airdropped onto my phone. <gasps> That's <laughs> just incredible. People will – yeah, they, they call them digital flashes and it's only happened once and I was in the Queen Street Mall in Brisbane and I was just like, you've got it. And I was like, whoa, I heard of this happening but I didn't realise it was a thing. Digital flashing, everybody, technology is garbage. Really I am is. astounded. <laughs> I have no idea. T- technology allows people to be garbage. Yeah, look, humans are garbage. Technology <laughs> yeah. is the enabler. Yes. Yeah, that is outrageous. But, yeah, so one dick yes. pic. So Tell us about it. So one dick pic. <laughs> For some reason, I ended up keep keeping on talking to this guy. It must have been a good dick pic. Uh, I honestly don't remember that much. It must have been too impressive. I mean. <laughs> For some reason, kept on chatting to him and, again, feeling a little bit impetuous. So we were sort of like, all right, let's meet up for a drink and see if did there's any chemistry. Him, or did you say to him, did you address the dick pic or did we just ignore that that happened and keep talking? Or I honestly can't remember. Can't remember. Wow. It was about That's four or five okay. years ago, so I, I can't actually remember my response at the time. But um, it, it did open the door for him. <laughs> Either it, it did, it did <laughs> get him a date. It, 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 yeah. it got him a date. It yeah. did Dick work. got him a date. Yeah. Which... I'm part of the problem, I've just realised. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that is not the type of self-realisation we want on this yeah, podcast. Oh, well, apparently men only continue to send it when, it's when they've had rewarders. Yep. Damn. Yep. Oh. I'm really sorry if this man has sent them to anybody of our listeners. Said he probably has. He I'd probably say has. that it's a habit. I'm sorry yeah. for forcing this realisation on you. <laughs> I've just ruined your day. I'm no, sorry. It's all learning process. It's, right. it's okay. Healing and so grow. you met up with this guy. So... Okay, this is a slightly embarrassing bit. I actually invited him over to my place. Oh, no. That makes it like... Here we go. He's just like, he thinks he's in. He's like, dick pic, house instead of cafe. I am in. Just crushing it. So then it takes a bit of a turn. So he arrives a little bit... Surprise, surprise. He's walking up the the driveway and he says hello. And I went, ooh, your voice isn't really the type I find attractive. Like, oh. voice is quite a big thing for me as yeah. well. I like a, a sort of a, a deepish, strong voice. Um, or just, his was just weird. It wasn't right at all. So that was is sort of the first Is this a point line. in the we should be allowing phone calls camp? I don't know. <laughs> it is. Possibly. No, it's still too comfortable. Get out. No phone calls. No phone calls. No, it's still weird because you can't see their face yep. and that. Um, so he was a little bit flustered and a little bit nervous and we're sort of sitting there and it was a bit stilted and I wasn't really feeling it partly because of the voice and then he he sort of announces that his toe is sore and that the shoes that he's wearing causes his toe to be sore. <laughs> sure. Went, yeah. okay. I've just got that <laughs> Simpson scene in my head. Oh yeah. my god, my <laughs> pants are chafing me. Now my shirt's <laughs> itching me. <laughs> oh god. So I suggested that he could take off his shoes and he looked at me and he said, no, no. I'm going to go home and take off my shoes. Oh. My toe's too sore. And just... <laughs> 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 I went, that is a very unique That uh, is a U-turn from where I thought that was going. <laughs> Isn't it just? So did he sense that there Maybe was... Maybe no- he's got a... A manky toe and he just didn't want to show Sorry. you his manky toe and it was really sore. Well, by this point, had he sensed that nothing was on and he, well... And that was the best this excuse. Is, yep. Look, I, I when you're looking <laughs> for an excuse to yeah. leave... What have I got? Toes. Like, uh, yep. I've got yeah. toes. Yeah, One of them hurts. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, I think I hear my doorbell ringing at my <laughs> <That's> house. <right>. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 
<laughs> so as far as excuses go, it's a that's it's, a it's inventive. It's a unique one. Wow. Okay, so the next part to this story Ooh. is I'm uh, sitting um, in the Valley Mall waiting for my very first date with Scott. Oh. And I look up and this man walks past. Toe man. <laughs> Dick pick toe man. <laughs> <laughs> I then announced to Scott within 15 minutes of meeting him oh. that a man who once sent me a dick pic has just walked past. That is a, that is actually a funny story yeah, to I open like, I with. Like I'm down I, with it. I mean, it worked. He's here. He's here. He asked for a second date, so it mustn't have been too bad. That's You can bond over shared terrible experience, I think. That's hilarious. Yes. So, um, so that guy's that dick pic got one. you two dates. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My dick does the job of two men. <laughs> <laughs> Kneel before no. Um, wow. Wow. So, yes, that was a that was a, I like a that fun one. way to start that one. Yeah. Yes. Again, occasionally. And he didn't see you. No. You just saw him walk past and were like, yes. I mean, I I have been on a few dates where I've then spotted. Well, you spot them out in, in the, the world. I've once been on a date where I went on the date and like two weeks later I saw the guy in a cafe with another girl and he was recounting almost <gasps> the exact same first date story that he'd told me. And I was just like, is this a script? Is yeah, this like a – he's got his like call centre log of <laughs> if she says this, then this. He's only got five Ooh. minutes of material. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just reusing it again and again. Yes. I mean, look, it's efficient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, to be fair, I have – uh, picked up information and, and learned stuff on one date that I've then been able to show off my knowledge about on other well, dates. Well, you're powering up. Like, this, yes. is, this is a level up kind of thing. <laughs> like, you take this information, then you can level up and use it on the next date. That's right. It's quite a useful, um, useful skill, that one. All right. Number four are we up to? Yeah, I think, I think I'll, I'll finish with this one. This one actually made me quite uncomfortable. Oh, no, I do have one more, actually. But this one did make me quite uncomfortable. So a um, little bit of an older man, but he seemed you know, pretty well put together and articulate. Mm. And um, so we met for a coffee after work. Had a little bit of a chat about, you know, what do you do for work? And, and then he started to describe his current situation where he had a younger partner. No, first, first of all, he... Uh, really awfully spoke really awfully about his ex-wife no that is like the reddest of red flags to me is Mm. when someone disses an ex-partner within the first date in any way shape or form no 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 that's like instant like talking about them is one thing but talking poorly about an ex on a first date is the worst of worst first impressions for me absolutely and there was very little was she crazy did he go, yeah, she's possibly. crazy. Yeah, oh, yes. my God. All my exes are crazy. <laughs> I wonder yes. what the common denominator yes, is. We could play bingo with, with this. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Um, so, yes. And we, we need to, uh, side note, <laughs> Ghost of Boyfriend's Fast dating bingo. Dating we need bingo. to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty good. Producer, write it down <laughs> so that we remember. <laughs> Brilliant ideas. Okay, continue. Um, yes, and he look, he took very little responsibility in any of of. The issues and that of is course. also a, a really major red flag. Yes. Then he starts to ta- talk about his most previous, uh, his most recent previous partner. who's a little bit younger than him, and he came out with the line, "No, so no, sorry, she had been encouraged to kind of break up with him and and find herself and do her own sort of 
Yes. He was obviously quite a dominant sure. character. Um, and he came out with the line, she just needs to learn that women can't do it all for themselves. Oh, range intensifying. Yeah. Right. That would have been my table flip moment. I just would have been like, flip, I'm out. Oh, I'm far too polite. Oh, to, look, to honestly, I'm, I'm too polite <laughs> in body, but my mind would oh, have yeah. been raging and then you would never have heard the end of it yes. for like a week after that. It's particularly as an almost 40-year-old who has never had a, a live partner and has taken care of myself for my entire life. Yes, <laughs> no. right, of course. Excuse uh, me? Um, side note, I need to get confident enough to table flip in public. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> How great would that be to actually be empowered enough? I've never had this. I just sit there and politely finish the date. And yeah. I'm not talking like literal table flip, but like a metaphorical table flip as well. I've never had the power to stand up mid-bad date and go, I'm done. I'm done. That and is my walk. goal. Yes. To yeah, actually yeah. have the power to stand up and say I'm done rather than politely waiting for it to finish. Yes. I think we should go on some bad dates just to practice Just that. to practice. Okay. Yeah. Just go in. Sure. I mean, intending practice, to do right? that. Yes. Perfect. Awesome. All right. As long as they're terrible people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, they've got to be terrible not people. Not to nice people. No, no, Only, no. <laughs> it's like we look at the bingo sheet and if they say any, <laughs> any of the <laughs> following <laughs> phrases, that's the metaphorical table flip time. That's Yes. <laughs> How are you finding a bad date just out of curiosity? Is it oh, just looking oh. for the wrong person on oh, yeah. my, online? Oh, the, yeah, you just, can tell on apps. Yeah, you'll find that. You'll find if them. they have a body shot as their first shot, yes. they're holding a fish or they have sunglasses <laughs> in every yep. photo. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yep. The, the, the headless torso mirror shot yep. is, is no. a pretty clear and, and bonus douchebag points if he's also pulling down the, the oh. waistband of his undies. Yep. A little ah, bit. Ew. Well, there yeah. we go. Ew. Okay, good notes. so good notes. sorry. Back to the older guy. Yes. So and he said women can't do anything for themselves. themselves. Or they need to learn. They need to be taught. Yes. yes. That they cannot. He then proceeded to divulge far too much information about her, where she lived, what her name was. Oh, my God. Yuck. He's stalking. Yeah. Things that she had intimately revealed to him. Yuck. He should absolutely not have been revealing to Oh, my God. Did he give you her address? You should write to her and be like, oh, my God. It it did cross my mind. (laughs) but Not that I would actually seek somebody out, but I was like, oh, she absolutely did not consent to that information being shared. Shared, yeah, of course. Um, Did you, like, clam up and not share any more information about yourself after that? I kept on trying to – I kept on trying to change the subject. I'm like, you're talking about your ex-wife, let's try to change the subject. You're talking about your ex-girlfriend, let's try to change the subject. And he just kept on going back to it. That guy's, like, full-on stalky, liable – wouldn't be surprised if I found some kind of incident in the paper about him, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Wow. Strong, yeah, that vibe as well. Um, Oh, boy. Yeah. So uh, that that date lasted about thirty minutes, and I was like, "That's All a right, generous." I'm 30. done. Thanks for the coffee. Yeah. Hope to never see you again. Oh, yes. So that one was a fun one. And have we got one that's slightly lighter to finish on? Um, <laughs> I mean, I've got some fun sort of ones. I once um, spilled an entire glass of water on a table as somebody showed up. Oh, <laughs> that's a great one. Um, yes. That's something I would do too. Like clumsy, it's, it's the kind of thing where you just like, I find clumsiness endearing because yes. I'm super clumsy and yes. I really hope that other people find it endearing. I think I think anyone, any of our readers uh, that – dies at the thought of spilling a glass of water on a first date. Don't. It's not it's it's Absolutely. embarrassing to everyone. Yep. 
to but do what that. What a lovely story if you actually end up working out because you can just be like, yeah, she made a really great impression when she just like threw water all around <laughs> all the cafe. I mean. Yeah, and yes. a, a well-reasoned <laughs> human being would see that and go, oh, you, that's It's cute. beautiful yeah. because it's, it shows it shows the humanity and I love that. Yes. I love that. And he, he didn't like, he didn't respond in a way that, I enjoy like no if he didn't laugh about it exactly. or instantly be like that's adorable yeah. or just be like oh no this is terrible for us like yeah. if You're you ignore it or you just kind of sneer at it then metaphorical table flip get out of there yeah, mm. pretty much <laughs> pretty much um, I once had somebody literally run at the end of the date, before it, because he saw his bus coming. Oh, <laughs> I thought he ran away from you. Like, anyway, I've got to go, bye, run, Forrest, run. I don't mind him running to catch a bus. But That's it okay. It felt like that. There was no yeah. sort of friends. I was like, there's my bus. <laughs> oh, like, off. not even a goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Not even no. okay. I was like, a yeah, not even a, I think my bus might be coming. I might have to take off. It was like, oh, there it is. Off I go. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> and you just standing there that. going, yes. Uh, Have a good life. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Oh, God. Yes. I mean, look, I have had some some really nice stories. (laughs) These are great (laughs) stories. You've had some nice dates. What's one really nice date that you've had, and why did you find it nice? And don't mention Scott because he's sitting there with his hands around his face looking like a fucking cherub, and I just can't deal with that. Our first date was fairly straightforward, but we did. I, to me, one thing about a good, one indicator of a good date is that you lose time with somebody. Yes. So you think mm. you've been there for an hour and a half, and you look at your phone, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's been four hours." That's that's a good date to me. It's not looking at your watch, going, "Oh my." That's god. an amazing indicator. Mm. And yeah. I had that with Scott, so that was a, uh, a nice first. Let indicator. me grab a bucket. And yeah, just <laughs> Give her a second. Give her a second. She'll be right. Get it all up, Liz. There you are. Sorry, Scott's just interjecting quickly here, so I'll, oh, I'll yes. whisper. Oh, okay. oh Scott's, yeah, Scott's, Scott's, Scott's put forward a story that, uh, that okay. Tilly should tell. So I did meet Scott on Tinder um, and he was very clear in his profile that he was married but they were poly and it was all – and his very first message um, was just – making sure that I understood that and that it was all, you know, it was all very above mm. board, but if that wasn't what I was looking for. Um, and my reply message to him was, oh, no, I'm, I'm quite quite okay with the non-monogamy part. The issue might be is that I'm already dating two men named Scott at this particular <laughs> moment and having a third one might confuse things a little bit. No, it makes it easier. You never have to worry about calling someone the wrong, wrong name. That's right. Yes. Who are you seeing tonight? Just Scott. like, hey, Scott. <laughs> yep. So in my, my calendar for that like, um, <laughs> month or so, it had to be Scott, Scott one, Scott. Scott two and Scott three. Which Scott was this? Oh, Scott, Scott no. three? He was Scott three, but only chronologically. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm pain to uh-huh. point that out. Uh-huh. <laughs> it wasn't any type of ranking it was literally chronological can i ask if you ever were given the permission note from amy yes, yes i oh, saw that permission yes. note on our first date <laughs> not oh. that i didn't believe him but it was still a very cute thing to be able to see wonderful <laughs> so let's move on to lessons learned so yes. first of all i want to ask you tilly what are some of the overarching lessons that you've learned on your first date hobby uh, look for open mouth photos in oh, profiles. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, that's been quite a good one. Uh, just to be open 
just sort of things. I, look, I've certainly been on dates where I didn't expect there to be chemistry and there was. Um, I, and also to not go in with too many expectations in that if you build something up too much, then you're projecting so many expectations onto it that they possibly can't actually live up to that. Yes, and I think we've talked about mm. this on a mini-sode before. Yes. It's, it's all about going in not thinking anything will go a certain way because – as we found out, the universe hates me. And <laughs> um, <laughs> the universe hates everyone and everyone is garbage, so never expect anything to go the way you think it's going to go. Pretty much. Yeah. And just be open to what, what does happen. Yeah. I guess. And you can always get a good story out of a bad day. Exactly. Or yeah, you could find uh, something else positive about it. Like I went on one date that was a, a pretty poor. He actually said to me halfway through, um, I'm just going to interrupt you so I can tell my story. <gasps> and then I just I barely spoke after that. No. I'm like, well, you're just going to keep on talking, so why should I bother? <laughs> However, I did find a really nice Greek restaurant that we Perfect. went to that night. Fantastic. Perfect. So I often, if I don't think a date's going to go really well, I'll plan it in somewhere that I really like. So Great. if the date so doesn't go well, I've had a nice meal or I've been somewhere that I wanted to go. What's your What's your views on bill splitting? Uh, I always try to pay for myself. Yeah. If Women need to learn <laughs> that they can't pay for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> My date offers once or insists, I also will accept it. That's exactly the same rule that I have, yeah. as yeah, long as I bad. like somebody. If I don't actually have an intention to see them ah. again ever, so if they say, my rule is, and I've said this before, if they offer once and I say, no, it's fine, I've got it, and they offer again, I'll say yes if I plan to see them again. Ah. If I don't plan to see them again, I don't want to take their money because I feel like that's disingenuous. And then if that's they're really fair. pushy about it, I'm like, yeah. fine, you can spend your money and I'm leaving. <laughs> yes, I think that's fair. I, I usually, because we usually meet for coffee. Yeah. It's, it's under $5. Yeah. Either way, I, d I don't feel too beholden to somebody if it's pretty spent easy $5 for me to say. Me. Let me grab it's. Let me grab it's your flat bike. Yeah. yeah, and I, look, I've paid on dates as well mm. where I've gone. Oh no, I can do this. Um, so yeah, I certainly don't uh, have any expectation of, of anybody paying for me on those dates. Yeah, oh, Thomas, good. I think uh, Tilly has shown a very good example of, and I suppose. We can knock this back to a previous episode talking to inexperienced daters. Um, that you can take dating as kind of a scientific endeavor, where you can approach it with an open, an open mind and an open heart, and not expect anything. And if it goes bad, you with analyze. no hypothesis, go into the scientific <laughs> experiment with no hypothesis. That's right. Uh, um, or be willing to change your hypothesis exactly. as it goes along. But um, but if it goes. But if it goes poorly, you want yeah. you analyze why, and you mm -hmm. get something, and you take that information and push it forward. Mm -hmm. So, uh, dating doesn't always have to be a I don't know. I, I struggle with explaining uh, what I mean here. I suppose it doesn't. You don't always have to be winning. I suppose it doesn't have to always. Yeah. You don't have to come away from every date on top of the world, smitten. Yep. It, it they will go wrong. They will there will be an odd one. Yeah. Um. Every now and then, so take those experiences with you and turn them into and let them fuel you and your future dates your future plans your future relationships and also weirdly a dick pic got better 
Do not take any lesson <laughs> about sending dick pics I, this from this not, episode. This is not the lesson, but <laughs> the dick pic did better than bagging the ex-wife. Look. <laughs> so there's a hierarchy here. Is this a hierarchy below the bar? Yeah, it is. It is the hierarchy below the bar. So again, we're going to do up a list of the hierarchy of shit things that people can do. So only date above the bar, but if you were to date below the bar, here's the hierarchy here's your, of acceptable shit. Here's your hierarchy, yes. Oh, <laughs> so a couple of lessons there. Good. I'm glad other people can learn from my dating as well. <laughs> Is it really weird if I end if I kind of end with my learning saying I'm sort of optimistic about dating? After, no, no, like I've good. not been optimistic oh. about dating for a really long time. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're still in a pandemic, and I'm not dating anytime yes. soon. But and the universe still and, hates and, you. And no matter how, and the universe still hates me. But no matter how many bad dates I've been on, I kind of after listening to Tilly and how she approaches dates, I kind of feel like. I might be able to, this is going to sound so corny, have the strength to start yeah, dating yeah. No, again. No, you're right. That's not, like, it's that It's that if I just go into it, this is the thing though, bad dates are fine. Mm. It's the nothing dates that annoy me because I feel like I've wasted uh, time that yes. I have on something that's nothing. Terrible dates, yeah. you get a good story. Good yeah. dates, you get a good date. The middle yeah. of the road dates, I'm just like, I don't have energy for. But... Um, that sounds really shitty too. I'm trying to think of the lesson that I've learned through all of this is, is again, be open-minded when you go on dates. Mm. And I think half the reason like I don't go on dates is because I'm not open-minded <laughs> after all the shit that I've been put through. But I'm, yes. I'm, I'm optimistic in terms of um, realising that it's just another connection with another human and it's mm. either... Yeah going to be good or it isn't and that that's not something to worry about i think it's it's kind of like um i don't know if you've ever read the book the happiness trap yes but it's oh, yes. yeah it's so my psychologist mum suggests it to me all the time but mm. i've got to think and i use this principle in my life but not in dating in terms of um <laughs> sunny days are not the default setting Mm. So when you have a rainy yes. day, rather than going, oh, my God, it's raining, what can I do to get it back to being sunny? Mm. You just go, this is a rainy day and move on. I'll and the same an umbrella with me exactly, and i work around ex- the rain. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't panic when it rains because yeah. sunny isn't the default and we're not going to try and make ourselves miserable trying to get back to sunny. That's so right. the, the same thing, If I think I could feel happier dating if I apply it to dates by just going, some dates are going to be fucking hurricanes and mm. that's okay. That's right. Yep. Um, I think that was my – the lesson learned I was trying to dig towards is that Tilly's just showing us a very good example of yeah there's bad weird stories here that happened to me but I I'm don't still need to let them affect me as yeah I'm, as st- they do. I'm still going uh, I wish all yeah. those men good luck uh, for all their or bad luck or if bad they're luck. dicks fine they're in the past and, <laughs> um, and, and I'll keep going yeah and I think just accepting that everybody isn't everybody's cup of tea yes you know I'm, yes. I'm quite honest and open about my quirks and that I'm, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Some people find me a bit weird. Other people love the weirdness. You've got to find your – I've always said you've got to find your weirdos. Yes. Like it's, <laughs> it's – you've got to find your own brand of weird. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I'm actually feeling really positive and that's wow. uncomfortable. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> well, Tilly, thank you so much yes. for being with us today. Thank this has been enlightening me. and <laughs> this has been really good, hilarious. <laughs> um, 
If you would like to be a guest on one of our episodes, you can go to that'snotcanon.com forward slash ghosts of boyfriends past and do exactly what Tilly did, which is fill out a little form. Even if you've only got dating snippets, you can just dot point what you want to talk to us about and we will contact you and kind of yeah, workshop right. those stories if, if you're a bit nervous. But it, it, there's nothing to be nervous about. Like, this is just having a chat. There just happens to be a microphone on it. Just whatever come and share your story we love to hear them and again share a story collective if you don't have one big long story bring a bunch we love that shit you can go to facebook instagram begrudgingly twitter and find <laughs> us on there um if you want to go to our ghost of boyfriends past group therapy group if you think you've got good advice to pass on mm. to the people who need it or if you've got a burning question you want to ask the group it's a really good place to swap memes advice anything like that uh and Please rate, review yeah, and subscribe because we want this great advice that we're putting out there. We're <laughs> legends right. and we want everyone to That's benefit right. from our awesome advice. And plus, we, I want to make this bingo, this relationship first date bingo. <laughs> and um, if you're in our Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy group, that's where I'm going to be putting it. So join the group. Be awesome. Go on first dates and keep your bloody mind open, people. She says sarcastically. I don't know where I am. I'm so confused after this episode. Thank you so much for coming in, Tilly. Tom, a pleasure as always. I'm just glad you're feeling good. It's good. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There are no knowns known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.